Live Imaging Tuesday, a few minutes in front of 11 o'clock. Oh, there's no yeah there. See, my mix that I use, it has the yeah right there. Yeah! How about Travis that? Travis and Sliwa on Live Imaging Tuesday. There you go. So we got a text come in from producer Emily's sister. Okay. That says she pulled an Emily on a holiday Saturday and mixed all the alcohols. Started with mimosas, then ciders at a cidery. I don't know if that's right. Then Mars. Cidery, that's kind of cool. Then word. margaritas and a taco plate. Then vodka sodas. Then Irish car bombs. That's all in one night, Emily. Yeah, apparently it's all in one night. That would be six months for me. <laughs> Why? Like that's, that's a lot. That's, I mean, I, when I say that's aggressive, yeah. can you, you can know you that's aggressive. Everything. What, there. What's going on? Even the part about the cidery. Um, <laughs> it started with mimosas. Okay. Then ciders. Okay. Then margs in a taco plate. Then vodka sodas. Like what kind of vodka is important too in that? Then Irish car bombs. It's five different things oh. in one day. That's so it was her birthday yesterday. So if this if this adds anything to oh. it, happy late birthday, Claire. But it's uh, and birthday. it's going to be you're going to experience her at the Mandy's. She's going to be there, and we're going to have so to, she did to five different liquors just to celebrate her birthday. Did she I'm repeat sure. any of those? Uh, it wasn't just five. This drinks. is all the content that I have, so I don't know if there's repeats. Could have been eight. You can't drinks. ask for additional content if we don't have it, Slee. It could have been eight drinks. We are 24 days away from the Mandy Awards, speaking of which. Are you are you fully prepped and rehearsed? Thursday and night's our first like, big rehearsal. Are you doing like full dress rehearsal? No, dry, no, no Just no. dry run? Yeah. Is, are you and Key going to get together and, and work on your Key routine? And I, Key and I have to practice our monologue together via FaceTime, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long is your monologue? With the Mason National Anthem? Yes. I think we're going to come out to about 10 minutes. Okay, so the National Anthem's two and change? Yeah, because, you know, Mace is going to get up there, yeah. do all the pomp and circumstance. Start. Yeah, so you, you got eight minutes of material? Slee is part of it. You know, okay. Slee and the bacon. Like, because, again, I've been in front of large groups, never this many people. Yeah. Especially with Key, a light shining right on me. I know if I can get to the bacon bit, we've made it home. I, I'm not worried about you getting to the finish line. Oh, I'm uh, just, we'll I'm start. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I'm just more like eight minutes is a long time to go. I can also. I'm going to need that drop, I, Taylor. Thank you. I'm going to give you like hey, true, that's two minutes. I won't be able to see you. What producer Jorge has told me is that okay. the way these spotlights work, uh-huh. the lights they're using, I won't be able to. Like you just. You're just so seeing the shine. Well, I mean, I'll pat no, no, my the, forehead, the shine of the lights. Yeah, You're just yeah, yeah. staring out into the. So the... I'll be looking at Key for like his beautiful smile to kind of keep getting me through it. So. I'll just yell four minutes, <laughs> four minutes left. Update: Something There like was that. a total of fifteen drinks on the count. That's not wow. possible. So... That's not possible wow. for her. That's possible. what she had. Claire, it's a Claire. Yeah. Damn it, Claire. Travis and Sleeve one continues now. Fifteen, Sleeve. No, that's not possible. If I, I told you feels, right now, if I told like you lot. right now. That I'm going to give you eight hours to to drink fifteen drinks to an hour. It was over thirteen hours. It's it's still a lot. You're... It's it's not that the two an hour doesn't sound like a lot. No. It's the fact that yeah. you're drinking that many drinks, all never, different types of liquors. You never don't have a drink in your hand in that situation, right? If you're if you're going for fifteen drinks over the course of a day, Damn. you you are. Finishing the last yeah. sip, setting it down, and picking up the next glass. I'm getting alcohol pumped out of my system. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It seems like a Claire. What, is this something she does regularly? Was no, this just not a birthday regularly. celebration? This is a birthday just celebration. Tuesdays, it's probably people Thursdays. buying her drinks, too. Like, it's probably a combination of Tuesdays, things. Thursdays, and Sundays. She averages 45 drinks a week. <laughs> you know, you know. try this on for size. You know what? Just, I'm okay for right now. Just see how that goes. That causes willpower. That just, takes just willpower. Go with the, you know what? I appreciate it. Thank you for offering. But, you know, for right now, I'm just going to. I have a I'm feeling. Gonna here, I'm going I'm to have a glass of water. Claire did not say that. Not. You wouldn't, there wouldn't be time. No. You needed how a Clinton to come get, and give her how, a water. How else are you going to get 15 drinks down during the day? I think we got a. a lot uh, of drinks, bro. By the way, the answer to your question about who's going to go to the hoop the hardest. Oh, she's. Yeah. Yeah. There, there Claire you makes my. I'm going hard to the hoop. She makes it look like I'm in freaking. She's high school basketball. waiting for you at the rim. <laughs> she's got her finger. No, no, no. <laughs> You're right. She's just going to swat you as you go to the bar. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's try a quick phone call here. Got to go to Manuel in Gardena. What's going on, Manuel? How are you feeling today? Oh, fellas, man. Just want to give you guys props. Uh, it's been a hell of a show. Maybe Agreed. I was in withdrawal. It seems like forever since I heard you guys. But a uh, couple of things I wanted to touch on. So as far as the clapping in a theater, a few years back, uh, my daughter convinced me that it would be a good idea to go to a musical 
of Disney. It was called Enchantment or Enchanted or something like that. I, I saw that. Uh, that movie was way too long. It was like three hours, man. So after she finally woke me from my nap and uh, I figured it was done, I had to clap. Just just as just a Just because it was over? Oh, that's, that that, yes, that's exactly. a good reason for clapping. Thank God. You're a hater. It's over. Thank goodness. Yeah. Enchanted wasn't but, so bad. But my daughter Amy Adams really enjoyed it. Who doesn't like it? You know, that? I mean, hey, so that that's a good thing. As far as the Lakers, here's the thing, man. I'm, I'm really hyped up about Darvin Ham. He was on my short list, not that it matters. Um, but uh, I think the Rambuses kind of get a bad rap, man. Uh, you know, they were their fingerprints were obviously on bringing in Frank Vogel, who brought a title. And then I want to remind people, and I'm not saying that Kurt Rambis is Jerry West by any stretch, but we were reminded of in winning time that Jerry West was a dog squat coach, man. And uh, he became maybe the best executive ever from N- from the NBA. So let's, you know, kind of give Kurt his respect. I know he wasn't very good as far as a coach, but I think his input can be valuable to Jeannie. And it comes back to that. Jeannie trusts him, so... I think Laker Nation should. Yeah, Manuel. Uh, look, there, there. He obviously has the ear of, of important people, and, and they want to, they want his input. And I'm assuming they value it for a variety of different reasons. But he's been around a while, and the the, the fruit on the tree has not been abundant. And so I, I don't know. I, I would like to have somebody that has a track record of making some really good decisions along the way and say, okay, they, they're involved in this. I feel good about it. This is more. We're going through another coaching search. or now, It's over now. We're starting the clock on the next guy. Al, they've been going through coaches really, really quick. And I'm not putting that exclusively on Kurt. I'm talking about everybody involved in this. But since Phil Jackson left, it's turned over a ton. In the last 10-plus years, You've had guys going through there at a, at a rate of about a guy every two and a half, three years. That turns over fast. Yeah, and listen, that's that's not ideal. And, and I think in any sport, the one thing that you're looking for, really any company, organization, whatever it is, you want that, hey, that it's, it's similar faces that you feel like, all right, this is a, an organization that they feel like their leader is head coach. You don't have to keep churning and burning. That's obviously happened a number of times for the Lakers. We'll see what happens. Look, I, I'm, I'm with – um, Manuel said this, and I think there's a lot of people that feel very positive about Darvin Ham being the next coach of the Lakers. I'm on that I list too. too. Me too. I, I, I really, genuinely, I'm excited yeah, about it. I am too. But I also, I, I don't think, you know, this is a situation where when Frank Vogel was fired, we said this a number of different times, there wasn't one person out there that you thought, hey, if they go get that guy, or hey, that is the, um, that's a slam dunk if they sign that person. So I, I think it's also safe to say that let's kind of let things develop I, and go from there. I'm excited that he's here. I think he's a good choice. I think he's an interesting choice. All of those things. I just don't think that the problem with the team last year was that the coach had lost them. Maybe that was in addition to what had happened, that the guys, they, they were not playing great basketball at the end, and it did feel like they had let go of the rope at a certain point. Remember that? But, remember that road trip around Christmas? Yeah, yeah. And, and when felt, you thought, "Hey, they might he might not even come I, back." I didn't think he would, but I thought that in that moment it would be one of those. Hey, listen, you're going to have to take the fall for this because this isn't working. We need to light a fire. We need to shake it up. They decided not to do that, mm-hmm. but there isn't an answer to the coat. There is not a coaching answer to the problem of their roster construction. I don't believe that. So while I'm excited that Darvin Ham's getting this opportunity. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go into this with well this is gonna take some time for them to get their their legs right because this team is not a coach away from oh well if we just move this guy over here and play these two guys together and don't play these that's not the the solution to this this is a a roster issue far more if we if we're doing a pie graph right yep. you've got and it's Laker colored you've got. 90% of the pie is purple for personnel, and then 10% is everything else. The personnel is what matters the most, and right now the personnel is not very good. You're going to hate this scenario, but I'm going to play this out. Let's just say Lakers, let's say it's basically the same team, pretty much the same team as last year. Okay. Okay. So Russ is there, AD is there, Malik Monk is there, LeBron James is there, THT is there, Carmelo is there. A lot of a lot of like these similar similar players. Okay. But everybody's healthy. It's a big if. It's yep. a big if. Everybody's healthy, and you got this new coach in Darvin Ham. All right, does that mean the Lakers win? Are they above 500? If everybody stays everybody's healthy, healthy, yeah, probably. They're probably above 500, yeah. right? Do you walk into the playoffs as 
one of the favorites? No. I don't think so either. I think you're back to the, okay, well, the Clippers are going to be healthy, hypothetically. Denver's going to be healthy. The Warriors are in the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns are still a good team. Even though they had a bad game seven, they're still a good team. Sure. I think there's still a handful of teams. That goes back to the personnel part of it. That Do you have enough personnel that even if you were healthy and you have not been healthy for two years, does that still put you in a position where you can compete in the West? They're not good enough. I mean, I don't. There's no. You can talk about it a million different ways. They're not. They're not good enough. They they demonstrated that last year that this is a team that wasn't just unhealthy, which they were. That wasn't just lacking a spark, which it was. But mm-hmm. they they just weren't good enough. There were no, even bad teams. Lee have those moments like, okay, that looks okay. Well, a little bit more of that. There was just this constant. He's in. He's out. He's not playing well. He's missing shots. He's taking too many shots. He's not shooting enough. It just was such a weird mix of guys. I don't think that Darvin Ham or anybody else solves this problem. It, it, the problem gets solved by putting together a better roster of players and then coaching that group up. I still don't believe in this le- uh, latest report from Mark Stein. I still don't believe the that Westbrook the Lakers portion. plan to keep Russell Westbrook. L.A. refuses to give up additional assets to send him out. Trav, they're not in a position. You know, it, it, a lot of times it's, are, are you holding the, do you have the power what power do the Lakers have this offseason? What power do they have to say, oh, no, no, everybody wants what we have? I, I just don't I, – I cannot buy into this. LeBron's going to be in his 20th freaking year. <laughs> Are you really going to waste a year? And I'm not telling you that whoever you go trade Russ for, but you're really going to hold that 2027 draft pick or that 2029 draft pick. You went out and you got a new coach. You're stopping at one of those picks – to go see if you can improve your roster, I just don't buy it. I really don't. Beverly Hills is the next stop. And, John, John, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, John? Are you kidding me? What the hell is Manny smoking on? <laughs> Did he just compare Kurt Rambis to the great Jerry West? You have got to be kidding me, Manny. I mean, please, look what this Laker front office has done. Let's just look at one guy right now, the guy named Gary Payton Jr., who was in the G League. They brought him up. Didn't know what the hell to do with him. Sent him back down, and guess who snatched him up? Golden State, and he's playing instrumental minutes in the finals, okay? So we're talking about Jordan Clarkson. We're talking about Larry Nance Jr., who they just brushed off, okay? We're talking about Alex Caruso. We can go on and on again. Chevelle McGee, Brooke Lopez. Look at all the great players, role players, that the Laker organization has just brushed off and let walk out the door. So do never, ever compare Linda and Kurt Rambis to the great Jerry Webb. I'm, a, I'm beside myself. John, appreciate you calling in. John's you know, worked up. You know the one name that, that I paid most attention to what he said? Mm. There was also a report over the weekend. Lakers reportedly considering Taylor Tucker untouchable unless they can build a package around him to go to an all-star caliber, to get an all-star caliber player. <laughs> When he said Alex Caruso, instantly when I hear Caruso, I think of THT. Yeah, they're linked together now yeah. for, for a long time to come, unless THT gets a lot better and has a or much bigger impact. just gets older and yeah. needs experience in the league. The problem is he does the same, not the same things, but he does a lot of the same things that LeBron does, and it's we have LeBron James. I don't need a, a, a LeBron James light guy. Occasionally, Who's 21 can, right. and doesn't have the experience and, in and the league. And we need some stuff that's a little bit closer to the finish line. The, the Caruso thing was a big miss. A lot of those things are pretty big misses along the way. But when you just start listing guys that have left, a lot of those guys are gone because you moved him to go get Anthony which is Davis. Fine. You moved, yeah, of which course. Of course it is. It, it ended up with a championship, so we'll take that one along the way. Okay, Aaron Donald is at peace. You will be less peaceful after I tell you why, Slee. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday 
on Travis at Sliwa, number two at the station, number one in the day part. I, I feel like there's no looking back. It could be your motto. No looking back? <laughs> yeah, like you just said a minute ago. Like, at that point, there's no well, looking I, back. I commented because Slee is obsessed with the 15 drinks that producer Emily's sister Claire had on Claire. Saturday. Yep. Or 13 hours. Is Claire the one that's coming to the Mandy's? Yes, she's the one that's coming to the Mandy's. We're all going to get a Keep meter. her away from me until the until we're done. Once I'm off stage and Keith <laughs> yeah, and I's night is done. Like, then that we'll, could be a yeah. little uh, combustible. Claire will have a drink with everyone there. One no, each. she'll be a great time. She'll have 67 drinks. That's aggressive, man. That's 15. 15's a lot. But she's young. He, he's not. He doesn't look at 15 as a I look at 15 as it's this mountain that you got to go up. When you get to 8 or 9, I mean, at that point, you're not. You're already cruising. Trav and I have done 15 I, I, on I would, the golf course. Before. I would be lying if I said I have never done it. Right. But it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's what not a her, fun next day. What was her hydration situation like? Was she uh, um, the alkaline? I, Did she get the alkaline water? You got to get the alkaline. <laughs> I don't think she probably had any. I, I, from no? knowing I'm going out with her, it's probably like every so often, but like really not. Think she needed a Clinton Yates to come around and give her a water bottle. And, Just and what everybody dresser. needs more Clinton Yates. Anyway. <laughs> I do find it odd that, that Yates is Lane is delivering people waters. That that one didn't make a lot of sense to me. Because he's that guy. He's like the guy that wants to be able to remind you that he did something for you. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I feel like we're getting into something here that we weren't intending to. I remember. The real beef. Got me the bourbon. Yeah, right. I'll yeah. never forget the that. Bat. I got a bat. Got you the bat. Yeah, he did get you the bat. That's pretty were... sweet. Like, Where is the favors bat? favors and have people owe him. Where is the bat right now? The bat is on my Zoom background at home. So I have. Is a that little... in the garage, the dungeon? The murder room. Yeah. Yes, That's it's a tough room, room. sleep. No windows. And no, it's so hot in there? No windows, no well, AC. you came over, it was like August. Or, it was August. It was because, August. Because, yeah, and it was about a billion degrees in there. There's a bar on the outside <laughs> of the door, and open someone <laughs> on the outside can open it. It's like a lion's cage. It can only be opened from the outside. Exactly right. Right. Travis at Sliwa continues now. Thank you, Chris. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. Okay. You have to call Susan. Can you? I'm done. <laughs> I just did the show. We have a special knock. It's... And then you had two two soft ones back, and that's how you know it's Sometimes it's to she's come upset out. at you. She's like, no. No, I'm leaving him in. That room Turn off is my phone. depressing, Al. It is super depressing. Okay, is it a... It's a garage? It is. So, so it's a three-car garage, right? And so you one the of the cars is used for that? So no cars. Did you not hear me talk about the sombreros and everything else? We parked the cars in the driveway. There's no cars in the, the garage. Never. Okay, so I've been a homeowner for, I don't it's know, 20 years. It's a 6,300-square-foot garage. <laughs> it's, there are no, no, no cars. I got like 46 bicycles in there. None of my kids ride bikes, but we've got that covered. Um, anyway. It's one of the, the – the, it's a third of the garage yep. that has been walled off from mm-hmm. the inside with uh, sheetrock. So it's not even, hey, I could just put a window here. No. Because it's walled off on the inside. On the inside. Exactly right. And they put a ceiling on it, so it's not the garage ceiling. It's an actual ceiling. And they put a door oh, in it. Geez. And it, it it's the creepiest, oh, most dis- upsetting room you've ever seen. Was that built for you to work from? No. When we bought the house, it was, it was there. there. It was already there. And we had that moment like, what in the world? World were they doing out Maybe here? Maybe somebody was podcasting back in those days. Maybe it would have been a throwback podcast. All right, um, hundred days till the start of the NFL season. Exactly one hundred days from right now, Rams and uh, Bills at SoFi Stadium. So that's be here before you know it. Aaron Donald is not doing OTAs. Aaron Donald would still like a new deal. Aaron Donald um, says that he would be at peace if, in fact, he did not play football again. What he said was. It's not about the money. It's a business at the end of the day. That's what you got to see. For me, it's about winning. I don't want to play football if I can win anyway, so I feel like i got a real opportunity to win another Super Bowl. He goes on to say, I don't need to play football. I'm fine. I'm fine. I was blessed to play this game, to make the money I made. The accomplishments I made in eight years is like, I'm complete. If I can win another one, that's great. But if not, I'm at peace. Okay, so. Going back to what we were talking about with Russell Westbrook a few minutes ago, there, there's the game, right? Where if, if, I, if you know I'm trying to sell you something, mm-hmm. you, can, you can chill out and just kind of wait for me to do my thing. I think that's what this is. Because here, here, here's what you're – this is what you'd have to believe for Aaron Donald not to play on the Rams next season, okay? That the – let's go to management first. That the Rams, as a, as a business, who have gone out of their way to pay everybody – Yep. Okay, they paid Todd Gurley, they paid Jared Goff, they've paid Matthew Stafford, they paid just right on the paid Allen Robinson, they've paid all of these guys right on down the line. 
that they're going to decide that Aaron Donald is the time that they're going to draw the line in the sand, that their greatest player ever is the person that they're going to say, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. This is where we want to this save is a where, little dough. This is where we've drawn the line, okay, and that they're going to draw a hard line and say, this is as far as we're going. If you don't want it, then fine. And at the same time, Aaron Donald, who is just this unbelievably committed um, football player mm-hmm. who's never out of shape, who works and works on his body, on his craft, on best everything at his he does. position, best player in defense in the maybe NFL, maybe the best defensive player ever. Okay, we're in Lawrence Taylor territory. He's that good of a player that he's going to decide in the prime of his life. You know what? I've had enough. Mm-hmm. Both of those things have to happen for him not to play. It's just I get it. He wants his money. He will get his money. Everybody's negotiating, but I just can't get myself to a place where I honestly believe that Aaron Donald will not play for the Rams next year. He's going to play. So th- this is this is the one thing I'll kind of I guess where I, I'm confused on. The Rams have shown and proven that we'll go we'll go pay our players so that's not really an issue it's not an organization where you're like we talked about this with the patriots in the past yep patriots might help develop you into something where your stock is super high and then they say guys it's the system it's not the player we can go replace you with somebody else so the rams have proven if you're delivering for your squad they're going to give you the money yep aaron donald has nothing to prove no we all know so i kind of go back to this then there is no positioning. There is, well, That's like, what, what I mean. What's the, but what's the negotiation? Money. Look, but, but what is the negotiation? I, I get it. But is there a purpose? Sometimes you feel like you have to do it because this is a true negotiation. Mm-hmm. But if the Rams have proven they're going to pay players, mm-hmm. number one, Aaron Donald has proven he's the baddest man on the planet when it comes to his position in defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Then what's the negotiation? You I see what I'm saying? I, I do understand it, and I think you're right. But I think this is one of those. I'm going to make up numbers. He wants a hundred. The Rams are offering eighty. They both know that they're going to land somewhere around ninety. Only Aaron Donald's like, if I take this hard, maybe I can get ninety-two. Yeah, I, I really, and and not to the point where I'm going to let this whole thing burn to the ground. No, if it's I just don't get it. We just know trying, it's going to get done. Yeah. It's just at what I, number? I'd, I'd like to get 92 instead of 90. That we know that you're at 100. I'm at 80. We're going to 90s is a compromise. Why don't? Yeah, but I'd like you to compromise a little bit more my way. Keep in mind, the last time he went through this, he wasn't at camp. He wasn't through any part of this, and then the season started. They signed. I want to say they signed the deal right before the season started. It's against the Colts, opening game, it's the first quarter, and and he signed, didn't play, and then he came in week two and he was Aaron Donald, and was Aaron Donald all season long. It's like it, it, this is not a guy that you got to get into camp. Who you got to worry about him getting out of shape. None of these. He's the pros pro. He's going to go smash it. I'm, I'm just. I, I I know that we're supposed to play radio at some point but it's just that this is not going to be the thing that prevents him from playing from the Rams I just can't see it yeah I feel like um I don't know, I feel like part of it he contradicts himself a little bit in the podcast when he says it's not about the money but it is a business at the end of the day that's what you've got to see from me it's about winning kind of goes through all these different things what would it say all, to your... all he cares about is wanting to win yeah right I believe that okay if I told you right now and money <laughs> if I told you right now you can be put on any team in the NFL that you feel like you have the best shot of winning and kind of a consistent uh, a consistent window of mm-hmm. competing, Rams, if they're not on the top of your list, they're one of a very short, short. So that part is accomplished. And he says it's not all about the money. I think it is definitely at the end of the day. Partially about the money. It always is about the money. And the yeah. Rams, their, their goal is to have a budget, try to stay within it as best you can. The goal for the players to get every last dime that you can because who knows how long it's going to last. They'll figure it out. The, the the crazy part is, is that if if in a million years he decided that this thing maybe you know like here, here's the risk of this right, the risk of something like this I guess mm-hmm. if you as I kind of walk myself through this, is somebody says something off the cuff that gets misinterpreted that lands really poorly somebody's feelings get hurt somebody gets offended somebody gets twisted up in a way that it was, wasn't intended sure sure and now now my feelings are involved now my pride has been because i don't think either one of these sides are looking at the other side like they're negotiating in bad faith i think this is it's a negotiation uh, there's it takes an some ego time. there is an no, it, trying to it get doesn't him doesn't feel like no. it. or or you did me dirty last time and i'm yeah. gonna make you pay it, none, none of that stuff mm-hmm. But the longer it doesn't get done, I guess the more likely that it might not get done. And I guess if Aaron Donald has any silver bullet in his in his weaponry is you really don't want to look like what it's 
trying to play NFL football without me on your defense. Because when Les Need was on with us a couple of months ago, he said, you need to know where you are in your window. Yep. And, and I said this to you at the time, the window is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the window because as long as he's playing like this, the window stays open, I don't want to say indefinitely, but it's open merely with his presence. They went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. And it wasn't because Jared Goff lit it up. He was fine. But they did it because Aaron Donald was terrorizing everybody. He is the window. They have, um, what would you say, 100 days before it starts. I, I think the only reason why this is coming up as a conversation is because he's on this podcast. He's addressing it again. If he's not on the podcast and there are no quotes, I don't think we're talking about it. And I and I and the reason why I bring it up that way is – I don't really feel like there's much concern of him eventually signing this. If you if you had to take one of these guys off the team, like yeah. just the, the the implementer rule where somebody comes in and says, okay, you have to play with the upcoming season without one of these two guys, mm-hmm. Stafford or Donald. You have to play without one of them. Who do you take? Um, I play without Stafford. I think I would play with Stafford and without Aaron Donald. But the fact that we're talking about a quarterback and a defensive tackle in the same breath, because I think if you asked 100 people, it's 51-49 one way or the other. The only reason why I say it is because they got to a Super Bowl without him. You're, that's that's the answer, mm-hmm. right? That's the answer. They didn't win one without him, though. No, they that, didn't. That's the they flip side of You're it, right? About right? That. They didn't win one without him. And I think that, that – they're name another – Lawrence Taylor's the only one in my lifetime that I could think of. If you said the most important player on this team, the answer is always the quarterback. It's always – always the quarterback except for when Aaron Donald's on your team and then you go well maybe it's Aaron Donald that's the difference factor cap is coming up next donut etiquette slee of course there's donut etiquette that's next Travis Lee 710 ESPN this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey guys, so my birthday is next week and I can guarantee you I will not be having 15 drinks. So let's just say that. Cut yourself off at 12. (laughs) 12 seems like the right I'll be having a responsible fun time and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be drinking that much. But uh, to Claire, do whatever she wants. Um, So up first, since it is going to be coming up, I uh, am worried about surprises from people. I don't like getting gifts that are total surprises all the time. I like to know kind of what I get. I know it's a bad thing for me, but... It's fine, but you don't like surprises, Travis Hunter Cap. Um, I do like surprises, so uh, Cap, I, I, um, I, I do. I, I think that they're fun. I, I don't know if I need like a full blown surprise party along with yep. my wife. Threw me a surprise party for my thirtieth birthday, which was terrific. I'm friends and coaches. It was. I, I awesome. really, really enjoyed it. I would love to throw a surprise party for somebody. I just don't have the logistical chops to get it done. Like, I could I could throw it together day of. Like, hey, what do you guys want to come by, like, 5 o'clock and, and, and see what's going on? But I like it. It's one of those things, like, when you see somebody you weren't expecting to see and they show up at your place. Yeah. Or, it, it's a really nice thing. I don't, I don't dread them at all. I look forward to it. I'll go fact on that one. I don't think I'm crazy about it. I, I think you're right. There is something. When I turned 21, my family threw a surprise. Nice. And it was actually – it was pretty damn cool. I bet it was. Like all these people that you weren't expecting. It's like, what? You know, it, and you just had no idea it was all happening. But I think right now, like if you say, hey, let's, let's throw a surprise. I don't mind putting it together for somebody else, but I think to get one. It's 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 a little bit like we were talking about. Funches, by the way, is currently married. Yeah, we, we, right. that, that happened over the weekend. So congratulations to he and uh, Lady Funches. Um, there's Lady something. Lady to you. <laughs> they it doesn't happen very often where everybody comes together for your stuff, right? My, it's like mm. you, you're constantly going to other people's things and there's a birthday party, but where yeah, everyone right. makes the attempt to, you know what I'm going to go do? I want to go make sure that Alan has a good day. I want to make sure that Slee gets a, a good birthday. Ah, we'll go and him. throw those things together. I like it. You guys can surprise me. I look forward to Taylor the looks surprise like a surprise party. Yeah, Taylor? Taylor looks like no, a surprise not a guy. I like surprises uh, 364 days of the year, but my birthday, yeah, I missed me on that. <laughs> yeah, see? I like that, too. Well done. Here. 
<laughs> so uh, one thing that consumed a lot of my weekend was the new Stranger Things season came out. I have watched a lot of it, and it's a long time to watch it, too, because they have really long episodes this season. So the most that you could binge watch something in one sitting, mm. longest binge, is six hours. Oh, my God. Alan, Fetter Cap. Uh, I'll go Cap. Six is uh, six is a little aggressive. So I went through six hours. I went through a time. Only two Godfathers. I went through a time. <laughs> it is two Godfathers. It's six hours. I watched. What was it? Was it The Wire that I was or Boardwalk Empire? I think it was Boardwalk Empire. But once you get to, if you get three episodes in, for me, it's tough to not have a break and say, okay, even if I'm going to come back in a few hours, or even if I'm going to come back tomorrow and watch it. I don't think I go over three episodes. Three episodes enough for me. Yeah, I, I'm like a two hour tops, right? If if once we get to that two hour mark, I feel like look, I, I am You my, gave up. She doesn't give up. My hand is in the air. I am a fully self realized lazy person. Okay. I, I know that I'm lazy. I know that I like to be a bump on a log as much as the next one. What guy. are you most lazy about? Doing chores, like get, getting up got piloting. Procrastinating. And, and just, all I'll that, get yeah. to it. And I do get to it. But my point is after about an hour and a half, two hours of, of sitting in front of the team. I got to go do something else. I'm excited to see the rest of the show. I'll come back and watch it the next day for another it's hour and a half. Break it up a little yeah. bit too. Six hours just was it? Yeah, was no. it that good? It is that good. I did only four is my max, but I have Ooh, done more than six in my life. Lot. So you said it's longer. They are long. So how, how long is each? Over an hour and a half. Uh, some were over an hour and a half. Some Damn. were under an hour and a half. Some was like most of them around like one fifty. These are literally everyone's a movie. And they're, but it's so good. Mm. And they spent so much money on it. It's crazy. You can tell. The so promotions quickly. are everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Could you do uh, six? So I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do, I go all out. So I think the last show I watched, Righteous Gemstones, the entire season, the last season of it, I think that was probably seven, eight hours. Oh, Look that's at you. so good. Yeah. So you just got food ordering in. What are you doing? Just didn't move the whole Sunday. Just sat on the couch. Is that the John Goodman one? Yeah, yeah. he's in it. Yeah. You know what's funny? But the way we just described this, I'm sure you've had this. You have a Sunday NFL, and you got nothing going on, and you start at 10 a.m., and then next yeah, thing you know, I'm but, like, it's 3.30. Okay, right. but are and you I'm, I'm planted in the couch the whole time? Probably. Are you really? <laughs> I Maybe it's because I'm so fat and gross that my back starts to hurt after, like, 90 minutes. I can barely, I got like, to get up and move. <laughs> well, I got to use gotta, the restroom. <laughs> well, it's, that doesn't count. But I just got to at least go outside for take five, a shower. In yeah, between games, that's a good way. And then I'm back well, in. That doesn't count. It's like you hit the reset button. It's like on old Nintendo. Shower on resets the button. Yeah. All right. So this was a story that was shared on Twitter from uh, JJ Watt. So here's the story. So Zach Ertz brought in donuts for the strength and conditioning coach. It's very nice. And of him. yeah, exactly. So Zach asked JJ what uh, is his favorite donuts, and JJ said he liked strawberry donuts, like strawberry glaze and maple glaze. Again, kind of odd choices, but still fine. And so then Zach Ertz showed up the next day with a box of donuts, and none of them had his favorite donuts. No strawberry glaze, no maple glaze. So J.J. Watt has the right to be a little mad. There's none of his, the ones that he was asked, he asked him to bring. Taylor, Patrick Cap. Hmm, I think you should just, just be happy you got free donuts, honestly, but... You know, what's this guy supposed to do? Go around to every donut shop and find the kind he likes? Kind of a... Well, a maple bar is not that hard to find. I mean, every Winchell's or, or uh, Duncan's got yeah. maple bars. Mm-hmm. That's that's an easy Maybe one. Maybe they ran out. Yeah, it's but like, like, why ask coffee. if you're not going to get him what he wants? Anyway, Travis, Patrick I Well, he did it intentionally. That's why. He wanted to make sure that everybody got what they wanted but him. <laughs> right? That's just something that guys do to each other. That, hey, Al, what do you like in your coffee? You like it just black? Okay, I'm bringing you a coffee with two sugars and four creams. <laughs> just because that's how we do things to each other. I'm not going to tell you I like you. I need you to understand the, the nuances and the rhythms of the fact that by me being mean to you means that I like you. Did J.J. Watt... Did, was that how it was described, that he was yeah, doing so it JJ, on purpose? Yeah, so J.J. went... Li- well, no, uh... Um, Zach Ertz did not say he did, he, that he There's did on why, purpose. Why ask, though, if, if you're well, going to ask? But that's the question, right? right? Like, it's obvious. J.J. Watt should have an issue with it. If he was asked, hey, what kind of donuts do you want? If I say, Trav, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go to Yard House. What do you want? You're like, get me a burger, and I come back with a quesadilla. <laughs> I'd be happy. You'd be, Quesadilla's yeah. pretty good. I'd that, be like, thank that you. Example. Yeah. That example. Get back with a salad. If I'm J.J. Watt, I'm going to the front office. See the way she said salad? Like it was poisonous. Contempt. What if you brought a salad? Oh, my God. Why spend the money on the salad? You can do that at home.
How dare you? If I'm J.J. Watt, I'm going to the Seven. Arizona Cardinals front office, <laughs> that, and we're talking. That uh, ah, he's salad they make down there is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a good salad. Yeah. I don't eat the fish. I don't like the fish. Ask the donut and then give me a different <laughs> donut. All right. Uh, so uh, we asked some interns in the office today. So I was asking Brady what he did over the weekend, and he said that he oh, – um, a legend. Yep. Legend of Brady. Yeah. Uh, Tom, though. I'm um, just kidding. But So he said he uh, stayed through extra innings in the Dodger game, but – I had, a, I had a question from that. So you would stay through a rain delay in baseball. So if you got to the, uh, the stadium, it's a one-hour rain delay, you would stay through the rain delay. Travis, fact or Oh, for sure. Fact. No, I, I, I have done almost exactly that. That If I'm taking the time to go to a baseball game, it starts where I'm not going to just turn around and bail. Like, I, I'm going to stay. Inning. For, Six inning you're staying? What's the score? It's 5-2. Three, Three, oh, yeah, of course I'm staying. Yeah. 5-2. Yeah. How long are you if, staying? If it was nine to two, I'm probably down the road. I'll stay for over an hour. I've spent. Look, there's beer. There's peanuts. There's nachos. There's helmet nachos. Yeah. There's other types of nachos. There's a lot of things I could get my hands on. Yeah, I, I'm Taylor. I'm, that's I'm why he's staying through that. your entire show because he's, he's a good man. Right. Oh, here. speaking of this is so the Gauchos, number three seed in the Stanford Regional, they mm-hmm. play on Friday. They play Texas State in the first round of the College World Series playoffs. Um, when they went to Omaha, 2015 or 16, I forget which one of years. They got. They're playing Miami. Yep. They. I think they were ahead by a run or behind by a run. It's like the fifth inning. Omaha just starts to pour. Right. Mm-hmm. Just pour. They. We went into the concourse at TD Ameritrade and had the time of our life. It was like a two and a half hour rain delay. Didn't matter at all. Awesome. Awesome time there. But that. That's and a. That's a big time different. setup. Right? It's a little like, different. But look, if you're a doesn't doesn't rain at Dodger Steam, but there's if plenty it's of places June, to go eat. If it's yeah. June, and you're taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates, I'm staying. I really am. Well, I think you know my answer because my answer. <laughs> you probably now you would have turned, you would have checked the forecast before you bought your tickets. Now eight percent. I may have been at the Coliseum for the Chiefs and the Rams, and I left at the start That's of the right. fourth quarter. That's if I'm right. leaving that game, uh, what, what, I think it was a Monday night or Sunday. It was night. Monday night. If I'm leaving that game, then you could only imagine what I'm doing in a <laughs> I, I, five-two baseball. So for game me, and you guys, tell me what you think. Playoff game, it's different. A sporting event is kind of a day. Right, I'm not. I'm not trying to sneak in the Dodger game. I'm hey, you know, real quick, I'm in and out, real quick, and now two and a half. It's like no, if I'm going to the Dodger game, I'm going to the Dodger game. It's an all day event. I'm going to show up. The game's going to start. It's going to end when it ends, and then I'm going to leave. I feel I'm like not trying football, to get it in. I feel like football is more of an all day. Well, football actually, football is the one that runs. But on I'm time. saying like you show up a couple hours before the yeah, game. Yeah, no, starts. you're not tailgating a Dodger game typically. But yeah. I don't know. I, I'm but not, also, I'm what if that one hour delay in. turns into a two hour delay? Well, that, but see, the, now yeah. that's when it gets even trickier because okay. I've waited two. I'm exactly. not leaving now. I'm okay. not gonna. I've already wasted two of my hours. It's a perfect example, actually. So years ago, the only time, or actually my first time, went to Fenway, and I'm at Fenway, and it starts raining. So now we know that it's going to be. We don't know how long the rain delay is going to be. There is a scenario like you just mentioned, brothers. Bars everywhere yep. around Fenway. You go into a bar, you forget that there's a game coming on, and then it came on, and everything was okay. All right, I have one last one. So another thing that kind of came out from this uh, Stranger Things this weekend was there's a song that's really heavily featured in in the uh, first episode of the new season. It's called "It's, it's Running Up That Hill" by uh, Kate Bush. Um, so it got me thinking. You have a song that whenever you hear it, you only think of this movie or television show that it was featured in. Alan, Factor Cap, Rocky, gonna fly now. Yeah, that that to me is like the oh dun, that dun, comes dun, on dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, that dun, comes that on I'm like yeah. yeah that's that's the one that's a good one and then genuine <laughs> on the Travis and show, yeah. show yeah yeah they, yep. they go one one plus yep. one equals two right there that's how it goes genuine is at a resurgence right now in his career why why are his songs being downloaded at an <laughs> unusually high rate in and around downtown L A um I'm not even you know I was gonna say this for sure. Even though Top I saw, Gun? Yeah, yeah Danger yeah, Zone, Kenny Loggins, right? That mm-hmm. immediately makes you go to that movie. And and I don't know if I've ever heard that song when it wasn't playing in the movie, right? I, I'm sure it had its moment on radio a million years ago. That's a good one. Um, that Chariots of Fire slow motion running thing, that da na 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 That's another one that even if you've never seen Chariots of Fire, you know that it's about running slow motion. So I'll take those two. Taylor, what about you? Hmm, I'm just thinking of this song because I saw the Shins uh, probably a week and a half ago. Carrying is creepy from Garden State. That song, every time I hear that, makes me. Oh, think yeah, of Garden, Garden State, State has a great soundtrack. Yeah, that's the Scrubs guy, right? Yep. Same. Yeah, about New Jersey. There you go. That's my. Uh, that's my movie knowledge. Yeah, no, you day. did it.
Maverick was pretty good, Slee. I'm glad you liked it. You would have really bummed me out had you not. No, no, I I thought it was good. All right. You know what I liked, actually? I liked Tom Cruise in the beginning telling everybody, hey, this is what we did. This is the production we put into it. We tried our hardest to make it as real as possible. Oh, you know, see, I I hated that. I'm like, dude, just start the movie. I don't need need you looking into camera telling me, hey, let me express my feelings to you. Just get to shooting each other down. Can we just get to that part? Can we just blow some stuff up? You stood up at the end. No, I didn't. I wanted to. I'm so excited. I'm 12 so minutes excited. standing out. Speaking of good matchups, we might actually get good matchups. We got one. New season starting? I feel like this, this NBA playoff season has been going on forever. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis Atsuiwa. Have you seen Maverick yet, Chris? I haven't. I'm not a big Top Gun guy. This is the only reason I like this song is because it's playing with the boys. It's a lot of double entendre. We usually use <laughs> they, this for Mason and Ireland. They but... do football this time. Oh, they do football, <laughs> yeah, not volleyball. Not volleyball. They and do they football. look great. We, I still think we should recreate that scene. You and me, shirtless, playing volleyball. <laughs> I'm going to need to shoot that a certain way. That could be From the uh, top <laughs> is usually how I do this. <laughs> yeah, right? Not from the bottom. High angle. High angle stuff. You you got to go see Maverick. Where's Slate? Let's go. Is he in, like, another long bathroom break? You guys love to do. He's, he's out there talking with two people in the hallway. I can't oh, that, quite sure figure out who he's to talking to, but yeah, he's you know probably working on his business side stuff. You're not. Uh, you're not no, I'm just going to wait until he walks no, in. I, that, that doesn't help either. I know. Oh, we've I, got I, the Kenny Walker. I know you're in the trying to do a thing here, but that doesn't help either when you just sit oh, no, there. Slate's here. Slate's arrived. Hi, How long? We've been going for forty seconds. Pot it up, Taylor. Would you watch Travis and I recreate the original scene with of this song? I would. With Absolutely. the shirtless volleyball? Yeah. Yep. Who am I in this scenario? Am I Slider? Am I Iceman? Well, am I Goose? Slide, I, I am mean, I Maverick? Yeah. Do I get my own um, call I, sign? I love the double. I played one season of volleyball in high school. I had to play because basketball, they made us do other sports. Uh-huh. Water polo, right? You did that for a little Scotty Pippen of, of volleyball. Long jump. <laughs> wow. I mean, producer Taylor's been sitting on that. He's been sitting on that for. I said, and you that promo. You that did prom- compare yourself to Scotty Pippen. You asked what position. That's great. I said, yeah, I think I did <laughs> ask what that promo's was. been running. And but he's went, been sitting on that bit for weeks. Perfectly. But think delivered. about it, Chris. Out of all the players to compare, you said Scotty Pippen. I didn't say Jordan. Who's top fifty. <laughs> I didn't say Jordan. No, <laughs> thankfully, right. I we are twenty-four days away from the seven ten Mandy Awards, the inaugural edition. Have you voted yet? We're going to close voting on June tenth. So you okay. better get out there, homeboy. I voted. Or homegirl. I voted. And vote at 710awards.net. Pot it up, Taylor. <laughs> skip, skip, This, this skip. is what happens when you're not back on time. We're Ask just going to keep Slee. going. Skip, skip, skip. You know the best part? As part. I was in the hallway. You said, oh. And I was they'll coming fill in. They'll fill time. No, Janice was, hey, I want to introduce you to the interns. So then I was trying to say hello to them. And then Em's like, uh, hey, bud. What do you think? <laughs> want to come join the show or... <laughs> <laughs> like say hello, like during the show means hey, nice to meet there you goes guys. The, the interns are walking I, by. You want to go talk to him again, Slee? Maybe miss I, this whole segment. I got to. We go. can play another Kenny Loggins song. I got Trust a show. Me. I got to do. I'm going to go in here and do the show. I'll catch up with you guys after the show. Is how you could do. You that. ready, Taylor? We're coming up on another hook in just about a few <laughs> seconds. Here we go. Here we go. Pot up, Taylor. I'm not going to lie. It's, be a, it's kind of a banger. Oh, <laughs> it is a, it is a like Kenny Loggins banger. Yeah, right up there with I'm All Right. Yeah, the Caddyshack oh, sure. theme. Have you seen it yet? I have. I'm not a top. He doesn't gun like guy. it. No, he's kind of bumming me out. Well, no, I, everyone's. I will say this. Yeah, Emily, you should go watch it just because everybody. Has em and seen I it. were talking about this. I don't couldn't tell you the last time. Obviously, we had the pandemic. That the entire radio station seen a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It look. I, I'm not the movie guy here. I was because Top Gun came out. When it came out. It was good. I loved it. I was looking forward to this for a long time, and I had expectations that were pretty high. It exceeded expectations. It was terrific. So Mason and Ireland went last Thursday as a show. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't think that that would be a cool bonding moment? We're doing that tomorrow. We're doing well, move. You're doing the we're move. doing lunch. John's we're doing the concert. We got John's the whole thing going on. To move? Uh, no, he's not helping to the Taylor show. Oh, he is. Yeah. yeah. So. And Jorge and uh, yeah, He Bird. really wants that new contract signed. Mason, 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 Mason said yes. We're just not sure if Mason will Mason's actually not come. Coming. No, no, no. No, you could, you could just tell. That was, oh, sure, I'll be there. I, I say that lie myself frequently. I know when I hear it coming back the other way. There's Chris, no it's in, chance. It's in Hermosa, so opportunities for, for uh, volleyball. Mean, that's, that's right next door. Yeah. I mean, that's literally just about what like a two-hour drive in the <laughs> afternoon for me. What do Trav and I do, and Taylor, but Taylor's going to go set up and everything. Yeah. 
So after we're done helping Emily move, bring him a guitar pick. You say, that's like that's like a special 100%. thing. Do you play yep. the guitar? He does, and oh, the mandolin, him. and the violin, and what else am I forgetting? Bass, oh, bass. What do Trav and I do from five p.m. to nine p.m. in Hermosa? We have a four-hour window. Oh, that's true. We do. Don't, we, um, we, we do. I, know, I mean, go, there's only want to go so for a walk much. at the, the pier. Yeah, there's strand. Take a nap yeah, on the beach. Hang around like a little bit, right? You, you go to Ireland's house. Try to sit in his rocking chair. Not by throw my golf clubs in my trunk. Maybe go hit a bucket somewhere. Go down to Top Golf. Well, you El go Segundo, to Top Golf. Yeah, start Segundo. working my way down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got plenty to do. Slee. probably eat again. Wait, well, we, we have to. We got to. There's some good the spots country. in Manhattan Beach. You know, Slay is. Uh, you just mentioned John Ireland when you go in there. I'm getting my first taste of Dolma, Chris, on uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's going to find a way out of it. No, no, it's not up to him. It's up to Muhammad. It's Muhammad. It's Muhammad's Muhammad's joint. It's not my joint. Whatever yeah. you guys got going on. <laughs> Travis and Slee, what continues now? So. You and I have talked about this a lot. We that have not. The NBA playoffs have sucked. That was funny. <laughs> it was all right. He's done better. That's awesome. He's done better. I had no you, idea you that was going to get that was, reaction. I, I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed by that joke. It's fine. I mean, feel, But I feel I, good. I feel really good. I get that. I get that. You, you, you got a little sparkle in your eye. I understand. Um, explain to me why this is going to be something other than the first three rounds of the playoffs, which were duds. All right. I'm, before I get into my pitch, do you like the matchup? Yeah. I think it's a good matchup. Yeah, it's fine. I kind of like the West Coast, East Coast, little warrior I like Steph action. and I like Clay. That's what I like. You like Steph, you like Clay. Yeah. Boston, whether you want to, you know, obviously, I know you're not more into this, but you have more of Laker fans that are obviously rooting against the Celtics. Uh, yeah, which I'll is, root for the Warriors, I guess. Which is kind of, kind of an awkward position to be in because I think naturally L.A. does not root for anything NorCal. Right, just naturally, you don't. You when the Warriors have gone through this stretch, it's like, wait a minute, is that supposed to be us? But it hasn't felt Dodgers Giantsy, has it? Not at all. No, not at all. It hasn't felt like Rams and Niners either. Crossing, they're not crossing paths. This is almost like Lakers and the Clippers, where they just don't cross paths for you to really feel something. Um, I think this will be good for a number of reasons. Number one, I think it's a really good series. I think it's like actually a really good matchup. I'll even give Boston the slight edge on the Warriors, which I think Golden State has kind of opened this up with a with a with a short or a small favorite in Vegas. The Warriors are favorites. Yeah, small favorite, small favorite. In, in Vegas. Um, I like that there is some similarities between these two squads. I'll explain what I'm referring to there. Warriors have been in the final six of the last eight years. Crazy. Every time we talk about the Warriors, it's look what they've done. This is the blueprint of how you develop. You you go out and. You, you find guys that you can develop within your uh, – through the draft, and they did that with Steph, with Clay, with Draymond. None of those guys were top five picks or whatever it was. They've sustained it the entire time. Steve Kerr, it was the first time that he was a head coach when he took over that gig. Kind of look at Boston where it's Tatum, it's Jalen Brown, it's Marcus Smart. There's similarities there, and I'm not saying that the players are exact – but Marcus, the is. Marcus Smart has a little bit of Draymond Green. I sure. play defense. I'm a tough, tough guy. guy. I don't need the ball to be effective. Jason Tatum was first team all NBA. Let's say that he's more similar to Steph Curry when it comes to what he could do on the offensive end. And Jalen Brown and a Clay Thompson, I'm just using these as examples. I know they're different players, but the franchises have drafted. They've done a really it almost looks like Boston is what the Warriors were in the beginning before they even am, won am the championship. Am I wrong here, Alan, put it this way, that they both had a vision of a plan and they executed the plan and they stuck to it and it's starting to pay off. And now for the, so if the Warriors say it's starting to pay off, that's, I mean, it's been paying off for six years. But they had a vision of what they wanted to be and they've chased the vision and it's worked out and the Celtics are finally starting. Hey, look, we got Tatum. He's not quite ready yet, but he's going to be. We've got Jalen Brown, not quite ready yet, but he's going to be. We got a gritty guy, Marcus Smith, like you're talking about. Now we just got to get the, you know, Brad Stevens goes up. You got other guys. Got the right coach, and they just kind of hit it at the right time. Well, and you know, I I think you and I talked about this a little bit last week. People are going to say, "Well, are, are the Celtics really ready for the moment?" I don't have the answer, but I will tell you this: they beat KD and Kyrie in the first round, swept them. They beat Giannis Antetokounmpo, which, of course, you had to have Middleton. They didn't have it. It happens, Trav. But they beat Giannis to get past that second round. They took out the number one team in the Eastern Conference in Jimmy Butler. Their path to getting to the NBA Finals was very difficult. Uh, Tatum and Brown and these guys, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals before. So they've had kind of ups and downs in the playoffs. Now you're going up against, you know, what what you can call – 
I, I would I look at the Warriors this way. I don't think they've been tested as much as the Celtics have in the playoffs. They have it. Just look at who they've faced versus who they faced. This will be an interesting matchup. I, I really like the uh, I really like the uh, the matchup. It comes down to two things. The Celtics are much more battle hardened now, having gone through those three rounds. We're all three. You know, I know the first one was a sweep, but still Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Still KD you, you and Kyrie. Be, you got to be ready to go. Yep. They beat Giannis and they beat the number one seed in seven games. So they, they've gone through about as much of a meat grinder as you're going to find in, in the playoffs. It's the toughest path. The Warriors have had the exact opposite. Yeah, path. I agree. They, they they have had a and not that it's easy, but a far easier path. Denver to the fun. Denver, Memphis, and Dallas. Okay, go ahead. They didn't. They're not a number one seed in there. They didn't have to beat a, a, any of them. Um, Memphis is a long ways away. Denver wasn't very good. And Dallas had a transcendent player and then some dudes. Those were the five and I think six or four and yeah. six. Yeah, so the they, they haven't gone through it. But, okay, so it's battle-hardened now or when it's – because, look, when you get to the finals, when you get to that last one, when you're in the preliminaries, it's just we got to go win today. We got Now Now you can, now I can see it. I, I know that if I win four more games, I'm an yeah. NBA champion. Yeah. And the pressure that comes along, you know, game two is going to have more than game one. Game three is going to have more than game mm-hmm. It just builds as you go through the series. The Warriors are not going to buckle under that pressure. They might miss some shots, yep. but, but they're not going to have a, holy, this is game six of the NBA Finals. We have a, uh-uh. They're going to be just fine. Steve Kerr is going to be just fine. Clay Thompson and Steph and Draymond, those guys are going to be fine. I don't know about the Celtics. Maybe they will. You know, sometimes you show up and you knock it down the first time, but – the build-up to it, there's going to be no fear in the Warriors, and I always pick the guy that's less scared. So let me tell you this about Boston. It's a perfect example you just mentioned. Boston in Game 7 against Miami, what were they moments away from doing? They were moments away from giving up Game 7. Mm-hmm. 11 nothing run. Mm-hmm. The question was, why is Jimmy Butler taking that three? You got to the basket, you tie the game. Um, against Milwaukee at home, or no, on the road, what they lose? Games five and six, something like that. Yeah. But then they ended up winning game seven. I, I want to give Boston the credit in this. They had two game sevens, Milwaukee and Miami. It was ugly. One of them, they blew them out. The other one, they had to kind of hold on to. You're right. I don't know what they're going to do in the NBA Finals, but they've had kind of some battle tests Playoff so wins are rarely pretty. They're rare. They're, they're they're tough. They're messy. They're muddy. They're gross. They're 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 hard. They should be right. They, absolutely, yeah. they should yeah. be. There's usually not a bunch where everything's perfect and everything's swim uh, going along swimming. 